0: Lovely. So good to see uh, so many here this morning. I trust you had a good time celebrating birth of Jesus. i just reflect on that this last week. Um, we were blessed, actually, because we were able to go down to, to Devon to see our eldest son, his family. And uh, they took us to church on Sunday, which was really nice. And it was a really friendly, uh, family-orientated church, which was great to go to and uh, had a good time down there. So that was really lovely. So a warm welcome to... All of you, and particularly anybody who's visiting today, uh, welcome, and I'm sure you'll enjoy our meeting together this morning. Slightly different uh, process this morning in terms of what we're doing. Uh, a testimony Sunday, a time for us to actually recognize what God's been doing, give Him the glory and thanks, and actually just encourage each other. I always think when we get together to talk about what God is doing amongst us and what God has been doing, it's really exciting. And I find it really uplifting um, to hear people tell of what God has been up to and how he's actually blessed them. So we'd like as many people as possible to enjoy that this morning and to actually come and share what God has been up to. Please don't wait and then miss out because you just didn't get up in time. Come to the front and we'll provide you with a mic. And uh, hopefully then we can actually really share in in God's goodness and his grace and how he's blessing people. It might be an intervention that that you've seen by God, how God has intervened in some way. It might be an answer to prayer that you've been praying for, either for a short time or even for a long time, for yourself, for your family, uh, for where you work. Um, It might be something that God has been speaking to you about and revealing to you, showing you through his word or just through a picture or something that he's given to you. It might be because you've become a Christian recently um, and how your life has already begun to change and be very different as you follow the Lord. Um, it might be how God has revealed his love to you in a special way we have really sensed God's love in a deeper way perhaps than you have before. So don't be worried about, oh, is it right, is it wrong? Please do come up and share, share what God has been up to. and. Uh, I always find these mornings really a blessing to me as well in terms of just recognising how God is moving amongst us. Isn't it great when we know that God is real and God is moving amongst us? It isn't just sort of reading from a book, but it's actually knowing God's presence, knowing he's alive with us and moving us and moving through us. So we're going to start with a time of worship. Um, Jason and the band are going to lead us in worship. And then uh, after three or four songs, we'll give people opportunity to come up and share, and we'll intersperse that with different songs of praise and worship. So we we'll continue to focus on God.
1: Okay, over to you, Jason. Thank you, Rob. Uh, if you're willing and able, please stand. As Rob said, we're gonna have a few songs. Uh, Nadia's gonna help us with some actions at some point as well, so feel free to join in. And um, also, if you're wondering, clapping is welcomed. So you are able to clap. If you you would like to. (laughs) you up this morning. You are worthy of our praise, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you live, Lord. You, you came to earth as a, a baby boy. You lived and you died, and we celebrate this morning that you rose again. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. We lift you up.
2: All my life, all my days, God's been good, good to my soul. Mountain high, valley low, I'm gonna sing wherever I go. So all my life, all I know, God's been
1: Let's give up a lift and a shout for our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are worthy of praise, Lord Jesus. Let's lift our voices. Why not? Lift our voices, give a big clap. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done in our lives. We praise you, Lord. You're worthy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In my wrestling and in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace
2: in, in my trouble,
1: sea. Whoa, oh. You are the
2: peace in my trouble, see. In the silence, you are. take me
0: Take a seat for a moment. Sean, would you like to come up and share with us? I know Sean was keen to come and share this morning, which is great.
3: Morning. I've not got notes, I've got it in an order in my head, but you'll need a little bit of background. So, those that don't know me, my name's Sean. I have two daughters. For those that do know them, Faye is now 13, nearly 14, and is in year nine at Amory. And Erin isn't like that big anymore, she's that tall, 19, and has just finished her first semester at Bristol University. Um, Really tough, I really miss her, but that's a different story. Um, Bristol does not have enough accommodation for all the students. So first year you're in halls, after that you have to find private rented. Um, And... They have to do it, like, they've known people six weeks and then they've got to find a group of friends that they want to live with in their second year. Um, and it's just a bit, It was a bit tough. Well, tough's probably an understatement. Um, mum and Dad are laughing, cos they know. Um, and Elaine and Mandy as well. Um, so, Erin really wanted to live with friends from the Musical Theatre Society. Um, that didn't work out. She was upset about that. But, OK, um, got another friend from rugby. We'll, f- we'll, we'll get a house together. That's the plan. Um, it wasn't going particularly smoothly. We went and saw Erin at the beginning of December um, and she was really upset by the whole process and ended up coming home for two days because she just needed to get away from Bristol. So she came home for two days, took her back, and it got worse. You wouldn't, and we were praying anyway, uh, mum and dad and friends and life group were praying. It got worse. The group she was in, it fell apart. I've got no one to live with, what am I going to do? Um, I might not end up with anywhere to live with. And I'm just thinking, God, this is ridiculous. Um, so I want it right for her. She's upset and 100 miles away, so I was struggling with that. And um, it, there were specific things as well. Erin doesn't do church at the moment, and she, but she knew people were praying for her. And in fact, she actually said, um, yeah, I've been praying as well. So she knew, um, and she wanted everything sorted out um, before Christmas. That's what she really wanted. Um, so she went So she went back on the Tuesday, it fell apart the Tuesday evening, um, and so then I thought, well the backstop's alright, there's Unite accommodation she might be able to have in the second year. I looked at what was left, £325 a week. Um, yeah, there's no way that we could do that. So I messaged mum and dad, we really need a miracle, because I otherwise I don't know what we're going to do. So all my friends are praying, and... Um, Erin, on the Wednesday, she was really upset because she was really worried about it um, to the point that she said to me, I just feel like I'm in the ocean trying to keep my head above water. So, sorry, I'm all right. Sorry, Sue. Um, <laughs> but as a mum, that was... Well, as anyone, if you, it was just so tough. Um, and then on Thursday, she phoned me. I'm so upset, I can't get any more upset. I'm starting to feel a bit better. Thank you, God. That's really good. It's a bit weird, but thank you, God. And then on the Friday, so says only four days later, she phones up, Mum, I've got some good news. And I'm like, I've got a group. Musical theatre group. A group, they've got a house of eight. My friend Isabel knows the landlord. They're a family friend. We've just got to find some other people, and then it's looking like we'll get it, cos he's going to hold it. Isabel's group had fallen apart. She then said to Erin, Oh, we'd love you to come with us. So that was the Friday. They viewed it on the Wednesday, got accepted two hours later, and the contracts were all with her and signed before Christmas.
0: Thanks, John. Isn't it fantastic the way God actually can intervene like that and do things for us as a family, but also just to make sure that we're also feeling better about things? You must have been feeling really stressed about that yourself. (laughs)
3: Just a little addendum to the middle of this story, how God can use grandparents. As we were in the middle of it, praying, I just felt God say to me, he reminded me of a time in the past where we'd lost a house that we wanted to live in, and someone had said to me, God's got something better for you. And I just felt that was a word for Erin, so I WhatsApped it to her. Quite what it meant to her, I don't know if she did appear to think it was good in her response but I just felt it was God's word to her and, and it was she's got something so much better than she had started out with.
2: Thank you.
0: Okay, somebody else like to come up and share this morning? Don't be nervous. Here we go. Come on up.
4: Come on, you can introduce yourself. I'm not gonna, you're gonna introduce yourself. Um, Good morning. My name is Soji. And um, first, I want to say thank you to God Almighty for holding my step, me and my family, step into this church. Because um, to be candid, ever since we've joined Avis Church, Things have really turned around from us. I mean, for us, I want to say thank you to God Almighty for bringing me to this wonderful, lovely family. Um, while I was in Nigeria, I had a dream that God telling me, "I'm taking you into the midst of King." But I was trying to understand what it really means. But now I understand because all I can see are people with crown, heavenly crown. So I just want to say thank you to everyone, every member of this church for what you've been doing, for your kindness, for your prayer and everything. I've been a particle of God blessing through this church. I've been a particle of God healing through this church. I've been a particle of um, upliftment through this church. And um, of recent, last three Sunday, we went in church because my wife was seriously strong which we have to rush her down to Basin Stock Emergency Unit. And after spending eight hours on the waiting list, and we end up seeing the doctor. And the, after that, the doctor said, oh, um, she was having a real severe pain on her hand. And the doctor said, there's a particular fluid that is dried up, and it will take eight, five to eight weeks for her to be able to use her hand very well, so that we need to go and see a physio, physiotherapy or something. And, gave us some drugs so when i got home i told my wife well we've done what we need to do according to the medical line so now let's do the spiritual aspect so i brought a little anointing oil, i sprayed it on it and um prayer handkerchief i put it on it and i also called Clan. i called sue that please i need prayer because i know what god cannot do does not exist so and um the said, oh, Saji, do you need prayer? I said, yes. She said, OK, no problem. We'll be praying for you. And that was it. I went to work on Monday. And um, my wife, when I got back from work, my wife told me she, was, she slept off straight in the morning. And um, she had a dream. Someone coming to her, put a, a syringe in uh, that hand and draw out some dirty water. And the person just pumped it away. And instantly, she started raising the hand. When we, when we were being referred to the GP to go and see the official, the official said, there's nothing wrong with you. Why are they asking you to come? So, and, so I just want to say thank you to God Almighty. God is real. Jesus Christ is real. His power is real. I'm a living testimony. My household is a living testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
0: It's really great the way God moves, isn't it? And um, it just reminded me, actually, I was thinking before uh, today, what I really want to praise God for and thank God for uh, over the last few months, and it was just really thinking about how the Harvest Church here is actually growing in numbers, and a lot of that is because people are coming to join us from various different countries, from different places, um, and coming to settle here with us and enjoy God with us together. And it's just great to see people actually participate in that as well and just being part of what's happening rather than just coming and observing, watching, but to really get involved. And so I really praise God for that. And and, it's a a real blessing to me to see numbers growing is great, but to see individuals growing in their relationship with God is great. It's fantastic. Uh, Anybody else like to come and share now, please? Be really good. Lovely. So, yes, then you can be seen more easily. It's great. <laughs> You're
5: right. Hi, my name's Katie. and uh, it, it, I've just been thinking the whole meeting that millions of people all over the world are going to get really high on drink and other things to celebrate the new year. And that's their way of getting high, that's their way of enjoying life, getting joy, is to get absolutely... <laughs> and, and But then they wake up the following morning and they're just like, you know, it's just another day. And yet it occurred to me that we've been singing about joy and Jesus, and we have everything we need here within. We don't need a drink. We don't need anything to get really happy and high. But also it lasts forever. We don't wake up the following morning and think, ugh. <laughs> We wake up with a bounce in our step and we're really filled with God's love. And it's just like, we don't need a New Year's Eve party. We've got everything within. And just sharing it with everybody is just amazing. And it's just such a wonderful way to start the new year. Just being filled with joy and happiness. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Katie.
6: Morning, I'm Karen. Um, I'm going to share a story of stubbornness and how God deals with that. The stubborn person being me. At the beginning of this year, um, my lovely husband, Rob, down there, started saying that we needed to move back to Alton, we needed to go back to Harvest Church. We used to be members here before, for those who didn't know. And um, I was comfortable in my life. I didn't really want to uproot everything again. Then, God started leading me in a direction. I thought, okay, that's interesting. It makes sense. But not yet. then, this is going to sound a little bit political perhaps, um, the Church of England Synod passed the resolution that they would now bless same-sex marriages, which, for reasons I'm not going to get into today, I have a fairly serious problem with. So, I said my goodbyes to Church of England, and we started driving down here every Sunday. But I still didn't really want to move. At that point, God basically got out the big boot and gave me a kick in the backside. (laughs) Our landlord gave us a section 21 notice. You have to leave gave us plenty of time. That wasn't going to be an issue. And at that point, I think God just took control of everything. Um, Rob found us a house in Alton. We literally gave notice and we were moved in three and a half weeks flat. So my head's still spinning. What's prompted me to share today is i had a scripture last night that i was reading that kind of confirmed the decision to move back here it's from romans 16 verse 17. it says i appeal to you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught avoid them And I just had total peace in my heart at that point that we'd made the right decision, that God absolutely, definitely wants us here. And I know he's got plans for us here, which I can't get into right now. Um, But just praise the Lord that when I'm stubborn, he gets the big boot out and he kicks me into action. So praise him for that.
0: Mari? Okay.
7: So, Alpha's been running at the community center. Um, for the last term, and it's been an AFA course that's been available for all the churches um, to get involved in. And Parish of the Resurrection have been hosting it um, this time and have been a massive part of the course. Um, and we wanted to share a little bit about what God's been doing in the lives of the guests, and we've had permission from them to do so. So, Mandy, she's not here today, uh, she
8: was filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time. And it was quite miraculous for her due to experiences at church years ago. She now has a much greater understanding of the Holy Spirit. And Lucy, she came from Capping Stepping Stones and she has done Alpha a few times and she became a Christian for the first time on the week of healing. she also received the Holy
7: Spirit and we can't get her to stop smiling. (laughs) Sorry, this is Laura. Laura's been helping on the Alpha course with us. And Adam, who's just down at the front here, um, he's been doing Alpha and he became a Christian. He did have faith as a teenager and decided to make a commitment of faith again on our Holy Spirit Day. And Denny, who many of you know, he works in the building, has been around for a long time. Um, he received the Holy Spirit for the first time and has started coming to church, but it's not well today. And just really wanted to say that we have another Alpha course um, starting on Monday evenings. This time we will be hosting it at the Maltings. And the first session is on Monday, the 8th of January at 7 o'clock. If you want to come along and give it a try, you're really welcome. Um, Or if you've got guests, friends that you'd like to invite, um, you can tell them to give it a try. And they can just give it a try on the first one and see what they think from there. Thank you.
0: Okay, should we just have a couple of more songs of worship, just to praise God for what we've heard already, and then give a chance for people to come up in a moment. So, a couple of songs for us, that'd be great. Thank you.
1: If you're able to, again, please stand. We're going to sing, I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Father is here. The Spirit of God is here with us. This morning, if you have any struggles, if there's anything that you're going through right now that's really, really tough, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. If you're believing something different this morning. You've doubting this morning. Maybe your circumstances taken away that sense of faith with the name of Jesus. Well, let the Spirit of God this morning restore that faith in you. That the name of Jesus is above every other name. It is more powerful than any other thing. It has power to break through strongholds break through your depression, your anxieties, your sicknesses, diseases, even broken relationships. Maybe you have family that you want to reconnect with. Well, this morning, let's do this together. Let's speak the name of Jesus over your situation. You might want to do it quietly by yourself. You might want someone next to you to to pray with you. Let's speak it right now. Let's speak in the name of Jesus over your situation. Jesus, I pray, come break through this morning. Come break through broken hearts, lost children.
2: From the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in.
9: tell you, which goes back a long way. Um, but first of all, I'd just like to make a very brief comment about what was said about five or six minutes ago about the uh, Church of England and same-sex marriage. Uh, blessing them. Uh, on a Sunday evening, I have tea and I what I call what I call a QT plus one. The plus one, a uh, QT stands a quiet time, by the way. The plus one is listening to the sermon which had been preached that evening at All Souls Langham Place. And a few few weeks ago, the rector stood up and said that with great sadness, three main churches in London are starting the process to move away from the Church of England because of this policy. But that's not what I wanted to talk to you about this this morning. I wanted to talk to you about something that happened to me a very long time ago. I witnessed a very disturbing scene, and it was only just up the road here, at what is now the Social Services Family Centre, I think they call it, it was then uh, accommodation for young people in care. And there was a senior manager who was two grades ahead of me, bullying a young girl, and the young girl started to have uh, some sort of panic attack. And although she was this woman was two grades ahead of me, I decided, I've got to stop this. So I butted in, told the, the young girl to leave the room, discussed the matter with the senior manager, and then she said to me, you know what, I suppose I've got to go and apologize to that girl now. As far as I'm concerned, that was the end of the case. But with hindsight, I think the whole situation should have been reported senior manager, senior management on, uh, on the Monday, this is a weekend. But because of this, and this woman used to do the rotors, I used to get the worst possible shift at every weekend when I was on duty. The worst possible shift consisted of reporting for duty at two o'clock Friday afternoon, coming off duty at two o'clock Saturday afternoon, reporting back two o'clock Sunday afternoon and finishing finally at two o'clock Monday afternoon. But at the same time, I was also supporting Bill Rogers at, 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 um, at and Ri at Binstead and at Bentley. And if you think about those shifts which I had, Because of the way this woman treated me, every Sunday morning, I was free to support Bill Rogers up at Bentley and Binstead. And that situation continued for about four years. And it reminded me that if God wants you to do his will, God will open up a way for you. Thank you. you.
0: So true, isn't it? Just hold on to those things. Do come up. Oh, sorry. Sarah, come on. Thank
10: you. (coughs) Hello, I'm I'm Sarah. Um, This year, you could say, for our family, has been really hard. Um, But what I want to testify to is God's goodness in it all. Um, Last March... um, my mum died following the fall and an illness of six weeks. Now, I was really, really close to my mum, as were my other two brothers. And I had just dreaded this time coming um, for a long time. I'd go and see her, and I'd just feel so upset. And i started thinking, oh, my life would just fall apart without her. I don't know what I'd do, etc. Um, but I started praying and asking God that he wouldn't take her until I was ready to let her go. And that's a pretty big prayer. But anyway, in hospital, she got frailer and frailer, and they came and said that she wasn't gonna get better. But by that time, we'd spent six weeks with her in hospital, talking, laughing, praying, remembering, saying all the things that we needed to say. And by that time, I was ready to let her go. And on that last day, I said to her mum, you know you can go now and go and go with, go and be with jesus and there was just such peace now i'm not saying it hasn't been hard because it has but i really have known that peace of peace of god and one day i was just praying and god reminded me of something from the old testament when hagar went out in the desert and in the old testament in the authorized version it says thou god seest me And he said, I see you too. And he does see me. And one of the really good upshots of all this was that um, in this church in September, um, there was a course run called The Bereavement Journey. And I think Hazel and Wendy are both here who run that course. And it's a course for people who've been bereaved. It doesn't matter whether it was a month ago or 10 years. Anybody is welcome. And it's a little bit like an alpha in that you have um, videos and discussion groups. And we were divided into two groups. And I think the group, the course is about six weeks, but the last week is um, optional, and it's the week on faith. And the people who come on the course, many have, some have faith, but most, I would say, have really very little faith at all. Anyway, the wonderful thing was on that course, on that evening nearly everybody came back and um, the actual video just so clearly gave the gospel which was wonderful and um, the other really brilliant thing about it was the two groups and the group the groups became really strong friends we all had different stories what we sh- that we shared but we supported each other and the group i'm in decided we were going to continue meeting up. We call each other Monday night friends on WhatsApp. And over Christmas, you know, everybody was checking in on each other. We've met once in person here. We're going to meet again soon. And those people, they don't all know God yet, but they're walking closer. And it's just wonderful. Even this morning, my phone binged, and it was somebody who's actually gone to Cambodia for Christmas just checking on in sending a photo saying you know how are you are you all okay so the course is going to be run again sometime in in 2024 I'd really recommend it to you and to tell friends about it because it's it was just so wonderful
11: thank you hey everybody Hey, my name is Lee. Um, I'm actually born and raised in Alton for 18 years. But 18 years ago, I left Alton, and I went to ski in Utah, Colorado. Sorry, Utah, USA. Um, Fast forward, uh, I have US citizenship, British citizenship. So uh, I'm just coming to visit with two of my eldest kids this week. We go back on Thursday. And at home is my wife and the two younger kids. Um, what I just wanted to say was, I don't really know where I'm going with this, <laughs> but uh, just testimony to God. Um, when I, I went to Amory, I went to Alton College, I decided not to go to university. I decided to do a ski course in Whistler. Um, I didn't want to do the debt of, of uh, university. So, I decided to save a bunch of money and do a ski course in Whistler, which was 6,000 pounds. But that was, a, that was a good life <laughs> building lesson. Um, I went to work in Utah. I came back here the following summer and worked in Farnham. And then, pretty much in 2006, I met my now wife. And I know when I went and I did it the gentleman way, I went and spoke to her dad and asked if I could marry his daughter. And he told me she's a church girl. And to me, um, I knew of God. I knew I had, obviously I had christened. I had, give, I had stuff at the house that was like a Bible and it had my name on it from my christening. But we didn't attend church a bunch. Um, and so I married my wife and in sort of 2013 we started having a lot of marital issues. We nearly got divorced. My parents are divorced and whenever I call my stepdad and ask for opinions, you know, from the from the U.S., I call him. Well, he wasn't too supportive because he was, you can always get another wife. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want another wife. I want to fix it. So long story short, we started attending uh, a big mega church out there that her family went to. Um, we did some Christian counseling. And uh, yeah, 10 years ago, my wife was so anti, anti-children. It was crazy. Um, and God did amazing things. He renewed our marriage we now have four children i don't know if we're done yet either (laughs) Um, and we've moved from that big church we used to go to we went to a smaller church mostly older congregation but uh, actually i just started a men's ministry there so anyone who wants to come on the is it the 8th of january that monday night grand junction colorado (laughs) you guys are welcome to come visit We haven't had too much snow yet, so you might be able to get there, okay. So, but I'm just testimony to God that he's changed things hugely in my life. And I could not do it without God. My children are amazing. I have two boys, two girls. Um, My father-in-law has passed a legacy down to me. Me and him operate a very successful um, temperature controls business. We do building automation. Snowmelt, swimming pools, boilers, chillers. Um, and we uh, thank you, God. I mean, we've had a very successful year for sales, biggest in a long time, and it's all thanks to God. And our employees are all Christians, and you know, we couldn't do it without God. Thank you. <laughs> thanks,
0: Lou. It's great when God steps in and takes control. That's amazing. Come on, up, Chris.
12: <coughs> nah, it's, all right, it's all right. You have to forgive me. I'm waiting for a new hip. You can pray for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's meant to be March or April time, but you know, <laughs> when God moves, He can move mountains, as we've been singing about. Um, uh, when I used to come to this church back in when we were over the old building um, and that's two buildings ago by the way. Um, there was a man on the door called Charles Hawkins so some of you might know him probably not many of you but some might know you. He was an old guy. He was an old saint and you couldn't get into the church without passing him because he shook you by the hand and uh, I came into church one, one morning and he said to me, are you saved? Now, that is probably one of the most hardest questions to ask someone, but it's one of the most important questions to reply to. And I was uh, watching Parkinson last night, and it was a story about his life and his interviews. And I watched him since I was a child and he had some very tricky characters that he interviewed on his program. And some he didn't get on well with, some evaded the questions, but most of the time they enjoyed the question and they really responded well to it. Now, I was a Christian, praise God, and I responded quite well to Charles. Um, But praise God, I was saved. Now, my Bible reading this morning was um, in Luke and it was talking about silas when jesus came to the temple to be dedicated to god when mary and joseph brought him for the first time and he picked up the young child and he prayed a blessing over it and he said i have i've I've tried to find it in my bible too i've got to read it i've Now I've got to find my glasses. (laughs) Old age, eh? Don't get old. Um, Lord, now I can die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen the Savior. Now, are you saved? Have you got peace in your life? Do you know Jesus as your own personal (laughs) Saviour? I've seen many people die this year, and I know many people have died this year. But I don't know if they got peace with God, had peace with God, and a personal faith in Jesus. So my question to you this morning are you saved? Now, Mari got up and stole my thunder because I was going to recommend Alpha to you. And I'm going to recommend it to you again. Actually, the men's meal is on Monday, the 8th of January at the Ivy. I'm getting that plug in as well, okay? But I'd rather you go on the Alpha course and find Jesus to be your own saviour. Thank you, Chris. Thank you.
13: Um, I, I want to say thank you to a, a lot of you, and you'll know who you are. Uh, many of you know, well, maybe many, a few. I haven't been well over the last five weeks, and I um, think I'm almost better. But during that time, a lot of people had got in contact with me, showed an interest. Some wrote in a Christmas card, some people via an email, Some people via Sean and Christine that have asked after me, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you, because it means a lot. It meant a lot to me. I thought, "Come, they care about me, or (laughs) notice, and it meant a lot. Thank you. So I want to encourage you, when you have somebody in mind to say a few words, send them a card, do it. Don't delay, do it. And lastly to thank my family who've been very good at this time the other side of things we pray for people the other side is doing stuff as a family we're pretty much doers i think and i wasn't well uh, i was in scotland on my own and i was going to drive a car back i was in crail which is 500 miles from here i've done it before and i was going to drive back but when i got up there i was ill i got ill. Quite ill, I couldn't drive back for a while. I delayed my stay. I thought I might be able to drive some of the way. But all the mind, I watched these programs, I didn't want to be a statistic on the M6. Man fell asleep at the wheel, um, because I was very tired and slept a lot. And then Sean came up with this great idea, because I probably wasn't capable of it. She said, I could come up somewhere halfway by train. And I'm thinking, well, where was, where's halfway? Where would you go? She looked into it, and Sean actually got a train to Preston. By then, I'd been up there a week, and I was getting a bit better. I drove down to Preston, and then Sean drove me home. So, as well as going and saying things to people, which mean an awful lot, so thank you. I really want to thank you. But sometimes, and if that's challenging you, you have to do stuff. So you just go ahead and do it.
0: Thank you. Come on, Mark, We've got time for one or two more. So if you are going to come and talk to us, please do so soon.
14: Thank you. I don't know whether you've ever wondered what the glory of God looks like or feels like. Uh, some of us men have been studying Exodus and the Israelites in the wilderness saw the glory of God. And I, I've been puzzling over that. You know, what did they see? What did it feel like? What was it? And I made a connection this morning with uh, one of my best experiences of 2023. And just to set the scene, I don't know whether you've ever walked down the river at Arlesford. I think it's a River Itchen. And it's a trout stream. And if you look closely, Uh, in Arlesford, you can see trout in the water, uh, you know, heading with their heads pointed upstream, perfectly stationary because they're just swimming enough to stay stationary. But you can't see them very well because the surface of the water distorts everything and you can only just make them out. So, last January, this January, (laughs) Uh, the months ago, Rith and I have the privilege of going to uh, a holiday on the Red Sea. And it was a resort where there are coral reefs, and it's ideal for snorkeling. So I managed to do some snorkeling there. And you get down below the water, and there is this amazing profusion of tropical fish. And it's like being in a tropical fish tank. There are all these little fish swimming all around you. All different sizes, small, medium, big. All different colours of black, grey, white, yellow, green, blue, purple, orange. Orange and purple. Every combination you can think of. And it was just fantastic. And it was a real highlight of last year for me. And I thought, you know, this is something that you don't normally see. It's another world below the water. You know, not many of us are divers or snorkelers or whatever. So you go about your everyday life blissfully unaware of all this beauty below the waves. And I just made the connection this morning that God's glory is like that. It's beautiful, it's colourful, it's all different shapes and sizes. (laughs) And we just can't imagine it. We have no idea. But Paul says in 1 Corinthians, we now look as though in a a dark mirror, but then we shall see him face to face. And uh, Chris alluded to people dying. Maybe 2024 will be my last year, I don't know. Maybe it will be for some of us. Maybe he will return again. But we will get the chance to see him face to face and see his glory.
0: Thanks, Mark. Okay, yes, come through. Thanks, Helen.
15: Hi, I'm Helen. First of all, I want to say a big thank you For those people who faithfully pray for me, I really, really appreciate it. Um, Mine's just a little story of God's kindness and gentleness. In September, Graham and I were in Cornwall, and uh, we were queuing in a shop for a pasty, because that's what you do in Cornwall, and it was really hot. We had amazing weather, and I just wasn't feeling great. So I said to Graham, do you mind if I just go out? Right next door to the shop, there was a little... Um, churchyard and uh, I went and sat in the churchyard in the shade and it just happened that the position I was sitting in meant I could see the gate of the churchyard and on the churchyard gate was a notice pinned. Now I have to say I'd been feeling really quite anxious. I was waiting for some important um, health test results and I'd been waiting 12 weeks. It was a long time to wait. As I sat in that churchyard, I noticed this notice on the gate. Guess what it said? Anxious. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, present your requests to God. It was just like, oh, that's just what I needed to hear. And guess what? The next day I got my results, and they were really good results. Praise God.
0: Last chance for anybody to come and share with us? Come on up. Come on. Come forward. Take
8: your time. This time last year, if you'd have told me I was going to be in church, I'd have laughed at you. (laughs) I'd have said... No way. Um, But January started us off. I thought it was gonna be a great year. i would got a new job. So it was gonna be brilliant. And my mother-in-law ended up in hospital. She had a perforated ulcer. So I was juggling a new job and training with going to hospital every other, you know, whenever I had days off. Um, Six weeks later, my husband woke me up at 4 a.m. The bed was shaking. And he's not a person that ever tells you that he's ill. And for a long time, I thought he was suffering with depression. But he was hiding from me that the hernia that he knew about had got massive. Um, And he was in extreme pain. So I took him to hospital. And lo and behold, he had an operation. He had two hernias. And one of the hernias was strangulating his bowel. So it was touch and go whether his bowel could be saved. Um, so he was in hospital, so then I was juggling new job training, two hospitals, one in Winchester, one in Basinstoke. Um, and you know, I was I was I was tired, I was worn out, but they were both recovering, so I was okay. But then in May, um, my brother-in-law suffered a catastrophic stroke, and he was not gonna survive. So my husband lost his brother and he was dealing with his grief and I didn't know how to support him. Um, And I was trying and I was doing okay. I was sort of just about getting through. And then I got a phone call from my dad who said to me, sit down, I don't want you to panic, she's okay. My parents live in Northern Ireland. So, you know, they're not just up the road. Said, your mum's had a fall. And she's broken five bones i was like what what happened well she slipped over in the bedroom sorry i was i was just blown away and she'd broken both arms her cheekbone her jaw her elbow so she was not and she'd split all her face open she was not in a good way and it took her a long time to recover and i was like "Whoa, do you know can this year get any worse and then you know one of the things we were going through this grief that was making me feel really good, was coming home and looking at Facebook. A young girl that had been my bridesmaid at my wedding had just had a baby. And I was like, oh, it's beautiful, you know, there's knife, there's lovely, it's everything else. Anyway, um, when he was seven days old, I looked at Facebook and there was a post from her saying that he'd died. And I was just blown away, I was devastated. And not long after that, I got a phone call from my my mum to say, Andrea's got breast cancer. My sister-in-law had breast cancer. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was, I was literally trying to hold it together. And I thought, I just can't do it. I don't know how I'm gonna go. And I remember being in the bath, thinking, God, please. I don't know, I never, I pray to you, but I never mean it like I do right now. And I remember thinking, if you can just help me, I don't know how I'm gonna get through. And all of a sudden, I just remember having this feeling. I remember feeling just total calm. Sorry, thank you. I just remember feeling total calm. And feeling that he was saying to me, I'm here and you're going to be okay. And I was just so in shock that, you know, I was sobbing and all of a sudden I just stopped and I, and I knew straight away, I knew that he was there for me. And he was saying, I'm here for you and you're going to be okay. And it was such a shock to me that I thought, gosh, you know, it's actually real. Jesus is actually real and he's actually spoken to me. And then i spent weeks after that feeling guilty because i had turned my back on jesus saying it's all a load of rubbish you know people that go to church they're just it's all coincidence it's not real so i spent about three weeks feeling really guilty and then i thought no i need to i need to just go and step foot in church and you know we we live just down the road from st lawrence and i i Went into St. Lawrence Church, cried the whole way through the service. The poor couple that were sat next to me were like, Are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, No, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, honestly. I'm fine. But I cried the whole way through the service and knew that that was what I needed to do, that I needed to start going to church. And the following week, I'd read about Harvest Church. Before any of this happened, I'd read about Harvest Church and was interested in you guys. (laughs) And I thought, I'm going to go up to Harvest Church. And I've been every week that I've been able to be ever since. And through coming to this church, I've learned to read the Bible, I've, I've been reading, and I keep seeing phrases that when I see them, when I read them, things happen to me that week that relate to what I've read, and it keeps happening, it keeps happening. And then when I'm praying, things are happening, it's got to the point now where, you know, my husband and my daughter, were, at first, were looking at me like, are you mad? are you great who is this woman in my house you know he'd be on the phone he'd be like she's in the dining room reading the bible again (laughs) or she's in the bath singing again because that's where i do my worship um but it's just been it's transformed me it really has transformed me coming to church and knowing god is with me and knowing that actually i've been living all my life thinking something was missing and it isn't anymore and i've been living for many years with guilt about wrong choices I'd made years ago and that's gone because I've asked for forgiveness and it's gone he's taken away everything and he's broken those chains these are all the words that we're reading in the bible and when we're reading them and when we're praying these things are actually happening and I praise God every day for being in my life and for accepting me back into his thank you
0: Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you today that you've just encouraged us and strengthened us by hearing so many people speaking about how wonderful you've been with them in their relationship with you. Lord, we thank you that we can each have a relationship with you that's really special and individual, distinct. And thank you that you know us personally. And you can deal with us as each person personally, not just as a whole group, but just each individual. We thank you for the way in which we've heard today, how you've intervened in people's lives. And we thank you that you do intervene. You're not just someone distant, far away, but you're right here with us. And we thank you that you're always ready to step in. You're always ready to help us. Always ready, Lord, just to lead us closer to you. Lord, help us just to remain in a close relationship with you that we can be obedient to you, that we can hear your voice, that we can respond to you, and that we can have that deeper and deeper relationship with you day by day. Just bless each one of us this morning, Lord, and bless our families. And as we come just to sing a song of worship once more to you, Lord, we just pray that we will go from this place today, Lord, singing and and just worshipping you, Lord, We won't be able to stop worshipping you, Lord, for what you've done. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
1: Please stand if you are able.
2: Your grace will never be forgot. Your mercy on my life will be my soul. Together.
0: for joining us this morning. If you'd need, like to have some more information about Harvest Church, there's some welcome books. I believe over on the side there. And uh, we do meet every Sunday half past ten. So if you are joining us this morning and can join us again next week, that would be great to see you. Um, there are some refreshments out the back door there. So please do help yourselves to refreshments. There's no need to rush away. So do stay and chat and uh, just enjoy each other's company. And thank you to everybody this morning who's contributed and actually shared some stuff, which is very personal as well, which has been great, just to be able to identify and to see what God is is up to and just to be able to praise God and worship God. So thank you. Bless you.